0: Me your secrets, show me your nightmares,
1: All cats are gray in the dark dear whether or not you dare. Welcome to All Cats Are Gray in the Dark. I'm your host April Simmons. This podcast contains true cases of graphic violent crimes and other stories of a dark nature. Please be advised that due to the subject matter and violent, sometimes sexual content and obscene language, this podcast is not for children or the faint of heart. Come in! Huzzah! We're back. Yay! Part two is here. Yay! And I purposely kept it a secret because I didn't want anybody Googling it because I would have totally done that if I if it was a podcast I was listening to and they were like, next week we're going to talk about this, I'd be like Googling it <laughs> because I'm just that way. And I yep. would have spoiled it for myself. But this week we're going to talk about a very famous case. Um, Gary Plosh or Plosh? Ploshay? I don't know if I'm saying it right. Ploush. I don't know. Um... So you may have heard about it. It's a case out of Louisiana. And it's, of course, really messed up because that's what the cases that I'm good at finding. And my sister probably hates me for that. She's like, oh, damn it, not again. <laughs> Fucked up shit again. She's going to torture me with this. I'm going to read this whole one. But I'm, I'm probably going to take some breaks for you to comment. Okay. <laughs> because you're going to want to. Yep. All right. A 25 year old karate instructor in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I do know how to say that because hey. south. It's from the south. Jeff Doucette, I think, had the complete trust of his young students and their parents. Already, you can already tell where this is going. Yeah. But that trust was horrifically shattered on February 19th, 1984, when Doucette took 11 year old Jody. Plouch, which by the way, it's I know Jody's kinda iffy, but it's a son it's a boy. Um on what was supposed to be a fifteen minute car ride. His parents, Gary and June, were worried sick when their son didn't return home that day. And they had good reason to be. doucette had not only kidnapped their young son, but he was taking him to the West Coast. To avoid Dang. suspicion, doucette shaped his beard and dyed mm-hmm. Jody's hair before checking into a motel in Anaheim, California. There, Doucette raped the boy multiple times until he finally allowed Jody to call his parents. The police easily traced the call and arrested Doucette, and Jody was returned to his family. Meanwhile, Jody's father, Gary, drove to the airport to meet meet Doucette at arrivals and kill him. On March 16, 1984, he pulled a thirty eight revolver from his boot as soon as he saw Doucette at the airport. He had waited at a payphone for Doucette to appear, narrating his thoughts to a friend on the other line. He even warned the friend, here he comes, you're about to hear a shot. Since the news cameras were rolling, the ensuing gunshot was caught on video. After filing a hollow-point bullet into Doucette's brain from three feet away, Gary had killed his son's abuser. He later stood trial for murder, but found a lenient judge on the other side of the courtroom sentenced to seven years on a suspended sentence, five years probation and 300 hours of community service. So he pretty much got time served in yeah. a, uh, probation. Plosh was soon free to go. As for Jody, he needed several years to process all the trauma that had happened to him. After the shooting, I was very upset with what my father did, Jody said. I did not want Jeff killed. I felt like he was going to go to jail, and that was enough for me. But my parents, they didn't force me into recovery. They kind of let me recover at my own pace, and it took a while. But I was able to work through it and eventually accept my dad back into my life. Jody eventually turned his experience into a book titled Why Gary Why? To this day, many residents of Baton Rouge remain adamant that Gary did what any father would do in that particular situation. The bullet that that Gary shot through Doucette's skull was caught on camera by the WBRZ crew on YouTube. Over 20 million people have watched it Um, and how Barnett quickly tackled Gary to the wall. Why, Gary? Why'd you do it? The officer shouted at his friend as he disarmed him. If somebody did it to your kid, You'd do it too, Gary answered in tears. So that one's really incredibly sad but understandable too. Yeah. Um, I think it's also ju- it's not just the horrifying nature of what he did, but how he did it because this family loved and trusted him. All of these families yeah. at that dojo or whatever you want to call it. Um he was grooming these kids, you know, like yeah, absolutely that tends to be what a lot of those assholes do um and i just it's so i guess it's not just the fact of what he actually did to the child which is horrific enough but then on top of that you have the sense of betrayal because they considered him a family friend or whatever yeah um it's really kind of understandable what he did like you know he had to be in a frenzy Because he's just gotten his son back and found out what physically happened to his son. And that at least some of it had already been going on too. Um, We're going to get to that. So what do you think about this guy? What are your thoughts right before we go forward?
0: (sighs) He was caught. I don't think the father should have done it. Yeah. I don't. I understand, obviously, if that would have happened to my child. I get that anger. But he was already in police custody. Was caught. yeah, You know, evidence out the wazoo at that point. He was going to go to jail. Yeah. And would have probably been killed in jail for being uh, a child rapist. You know? Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying. That's my
0: quick... my quick response
1: um i just added a few more details and i just wanted to state that these came from different sites so if it's some of it's a little bit repetitive just bear with me um psychological reports helped gary's case as it was learned that doucet had abused jody months prior to kidnapping edward uzi examined plosh and determined that he could not tell the difference between right or wrong when he killed doucet Plosh's defense team argued that he was driven to a temporary psychotic state after learning of the abuse of his son. Uzi determined that Doucette had the ability to manipulate others and took advantage of the fact that Plosh was separated from his wife at the time and had managed to wedge his way into the family. So the judge ruled that sending Gary to prison would not help anyone and there was virtually no risk of him committing another crime. Yeah so that's why he made i would the, agree that with decision. that yeah um plosh was 10 when he started taking karate lessons from Duset, who became in the young boy's mind his best friend um he said it was over several months before he ever started to do anything and he had already begun testing boundaries um he said he had begun the grooming process not just on me but my family pedophiles are very good at what they do one of the things they do is test the boundaries jeff would go on we would need to stretch or we'd need to stretch and so he'd be touching around my legs that way if he grabbed my privates he could say it was an accident we were just trying to stretch or if we were driving a car he'd put his hand in my lap and might go oh i didn't mean to i didn't realize my hands were there Um, that's the slow gradual seduction that he did to the child um the video of the shooting has been featured on many programs and documentaries including Bowling for Columbine and Traces of Death 2 and it's on the footage is on YouTube um but they did take down the uncensored version so I guess uh Somebody finally did something about that. but Yeah, um, thankfully. Video, the video featured on YouTube was taken from the series Anatomy of Crime, which aired in 2000 on Court TV. Um, and before his death, Gary gave one last interview where he stated that he did not regret killing said and would do so again. Yeah. And there's, I, I just, I didn't want to subject anybody to the video, but I wanted, to, I showed, I have a screenshot of him yeah. right before he killed him. Yeah. So that's uh that's what happened. He was on the phone and just when the cops brought him through, he turned and killed
0: him. Yeah. So, yeah, again, so like I don't know, vigilantism. I think there's a right and a wrong way to do it. Obviously, I think we kind of already like saw my opinions on it for the yeah. most part, but like I just feel like You're still taking a life, and I feel like whether you feel it's justified, I think it still kind of ruins your soul, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's going to ruin you. It's going to ruin your family. Think about what it's going to affect your life. Whether you go to prison for five years, two years, probation, get out of it. It's literally going to affect you and everybody around you, and do while I don't believe, you know, obviously these people deserve it, they deserve punishment, you're punishing yourself on top of it. You know, like this guy in particular, he lost years of a relationship with his son over this. Yeah. And I I feel like that's just giving those fuckers even more than they already took from you. You know, (laughs) like, I I just, that's kind of like my view of it. I I like the ones where they, you know, obviously just kind of helped get them arrested yeah obviously that's the kind of vigilantism i like and you know if you look at, okay obviously this is fictitious but with batman and in several iterations of him he never actually kills people he like wraps them up with the evidence and he's like here you go nice bow wrapped um bad people and, and you know Hands them over. And I I definitely would approve of that more. Now, I mean, there's also situations where, like, you know, if someone breaks into your house, there's like the self defense justified yeah. side oh, yeah. of it. No, I don't think that you one. You can't. You really can't blame anybody for that, right? Um, mm-hmm. that's a lot harder to prove whether there was time in between either. Too, you know, like, but. As far as just these cases in particular, no matter what, I just, I mean, you're going to pay for what you do to these people, too. Yeah. And I just, I don't like that.
1: I, I agree with you on most of your points. I guess I'm just a little bit more jaded. And I'm just <laughs> like, you know, I, I do, I agree that people shouldn't, um shouldn't murder people or you know violence is not okay in any situation so i agree on that level but at the same time i also believe that like i was saying before the sentence should match the crime like if if it's something like this um like in that last case i I do actually feel he didn't end up serving time except for i guess the time served for waiting for trial or whatever yeah Um, but I do feel like he probably should have gotten more than that in that case. Um, but, so I I do believe there should be punishment for what's done to discourage other vigilante cases. Yeah. Um, but I just, I guess I don't feel anything for some, some of these people. I'm just like, I don't feel anything for that person dying. I really don't. I, I,
0: yeah one of the hardest ones for me like obviously so like immediate reaction is like you go you kill those fuckers uh but you know then logical me has to step in and be like no that would upset our whole justice system this doesn't need to happen and like i said karma level and your own headspace level i just you know you you can see like my immediate reaction and then the calming down period (laughs) basically (laughs) so would i be one of these people if something happened to my kid or something would i be the one that went straight to kill him honestly probably not uh i that probably would have been me (laughs) yeah you're gonna be the vigilante
1: it's not even my kid and i'm like if anybody ever touches nancy it's going down yeah Um, that would probably be me but i'm the extra crazy member of the family I, mean, <laughs> I guess second only
0: to dad but
1: yeah
0: um if it was our dad that did it that that might be a whole different level <laughs> <you> <laughs> that's know, situation with that's like taking a me. the ken G- mcelroy guy that the whole yeah. town witnessed it i'm pretty sure that would be one of those situations <laughs> you'd have a whole fucking town going after him yeah, um,
1: honestly if some if if dad ended up dead and somebody said to me like well he was doing this and this to me and i finally got fed up i'd just be like i get it
0: <laughs> you know Like I would just i'll would be, be right your now. witness you were out of town yeah I know, right?
1: <laughs> you know um i st- okay next christmas or birthday or something dna test for me because <laughs> yeah. if you're not gonna do yours i'm gonna do it uh
0: oh yeah i still got yeah i need to do it I'm literally looking at mine. I've had it for like over a year at this point. Because it's
1: not just the fact of like if Dad has done anything and his DNA's out there or whatever. Um, yeah. It's also the fact that I suspect we got some siblings somewhere. Yeah, I really do, and I I want them to be able to find us. Yeah, because I'm I'm just curious about that. I mean, he yeah. himself says I probably got some kids in
0: Vietnam. Uh, yeah, or uh, Denmark. Or Denmark. Or. Colorado Colorado. yeah yeah they're everywhere yeah they're everywhere
1: he gets around yeah and that's gross
0: anyway (laughs) but yeah I mean out of all these cases the Ken McElroy one the one where the whole town did it that's the one that I'm like obviously if it even like 50 freaking people were so upset by this guy and he was not getting arrested and and you know kind of Oh yeah, it's, no. He got that's listed. that's a little less he got le-
1: listed, but he always got out of it because yeah. I think at
0: people. that point, that's kind of more. That situation feels a little less like vigilantism and more like citizens' arrest. Like the town took over, and then from that standpoint, like yes, the justice system is made where you, we elect people to represent our towns and cities. They were failing them. The town took over. I feel like that one's a little more um structured yeah yeah that one's a little less vigilantism to me and yeah but i i don't know i it just i definitely i guess the
1: one that bothered oddly enough it's not even the most interesting case but the one where the mom did it in court yeah that was so premeditated that it's like some of these others may have been premeditated but it's obvious that that one's premeditated since she took the gun to court yeah like so i guess i don't excuse i like that one's the one of the more least excusable ones to me because like you have pretty much proof that it's it was premeditated
0: yeah and not
1: just some passionate thing that happened in the moment that was definitely premeditated and we know that and, and yeah not okay with that
0: yeah and then gary ploush was pretty premeditated yeah um well i that- don't
1: know if it mentioned it but he was i don't know if i mentioned it in what i said but he was at the bar with the cop the the cops or something mm. or no or it could. It was a reporter it might have been a reporter he was at the bar with either the reporter or one of the cops. And they're the ones that gave him the information that he was there. Yeah. He was at the bar drinking and talking.
0: So it wasn't exactly it. premeditated. He it just, wasn't.
1: It was, yeah. I think he would have probably... He was probably drunk
0: it. and like, yeah. oh, well, I'm Southern and keep a gun on me. Yeah. Um, gotcha. So All his- right, that's a little less. Yeah, and then the one where the lady, it was her brother, and then... They, you know, had Um, other, had two children. Other, yeah, that one was, well, I, and I don't know if that one's necessarily like premeditated exactly because some of those texts to me could have been more like self defense preparation. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, That, I mean, but you, once you get, you know, like, them following her whole path and through surveillance footage um to where he was killed again I don't I don't know like I think that was a that was like kind of premeditated <laughs> like they were prepping for the chance and then it happened <laughs> you know like r- rather than like you said the one where she literally is like bringing a gun to court and like my plan was to kill him i hope i meant to
1: shoot him in the face
0: yeah
1: like okay
0: yeah i just yeah i don't know i just
1: either way like i feel sorry for the people involved like it's just really an all-around messed up situation that the things happened that led to that point you know as well as You know, people taking justice into their own hands. There were a lot of other cases. I just kind of handpicked these because I thought they were the most interesting to discuss, I guess you could say. Yeah. Because I wanted to, that's kind of the point of this, was to just bring up the ethics of vigilantism in general. Yeah. Because I'm a weirdo (laughs) that wants to discuss things like this. Um, But yeah, I mean, I guess, like I said, we pretty much feel the same. I guess I just feel more extreme about it yeah (laughs) just like i'm just like fuck that dude he got what he deserved but i still think that person should get punished
0: well yeah i i wouldn't disagree with that (laughs) like they do i'm uh, you know part of me is like yeah you you got you know karma comes back you bitch i just you know think the next person just passed along that shitty karma
1: and there was one story that i passed on because it was a guy that was planning to take out some pedophiles um and got caught before he ever actually did it Hmm. and so then i was like we need to do an episode on um oh what is it called there's a tom cruise movie about it where you're predicting people's behavior and punishing them based on that oh yeah oh it's a philip k dick story yes i cannot think of it it starts with an m i think
0: minority report minority report report.
1: but i forget what the term is though but uh
0: precog um yeah i know what you're talking about
1: but we're probably gonna have to do an episode on that at some point because i also found that interesting because there's also the because there's a really interesting case if you've never read about it before of the cannibal cop Mm. he was planning to commit cannibalism but he got arrested based on the plan to Oh, yeah. And he didn't actually commit it. So or would it be pre- I, why can I not think of this word? I'm supposed to have to Google it. It's gonna bug me. Preemptive uh or predictive or predictive policing, maybe? Yeah. Let me I'm I'm looking it up, people. what is predictive policing mathematical predictive analytics and other techniques in law enforcement to identify potential crime Hmm. okay well that works anyway even if there is another term for it, predictive policing kind of works it's like should you punish i guess that's another ethical discussion is should you punish somebody who plans to do something bad
0: yeah that's hard
1: yeah so that's another one for another day and i guess we're done with this episode it's a 20 minute one but still an interesting discussion do you have anything else to
0: add no just don't do the crime if you can't do the time (laughs) i don't know that was the first thing that popped in my head
1: (laughs) i was gonna just say i'm gonna recommend getting help because in these situations i feel like Well, some of them happen so quickly, like, especially that last one, the Mm -hmm. one in Louisiana. Like, it happened so during, like, kind of in the middle of everything. So, I feel like that probably couldn't have been helped. Yeah. But in some of these cases, time has gone by and somebody needed to get some of these people help before it got to that point. Because any kind of traumatic experience causes PTSD and yeah. You no, know, like on some level, anybody involved in that is going to have PTSD and people need to, you know, maybe reach out to somebody that's going through something like that and, and try to get them help, get them to go to therapy or get them yeah. some kind of, some kind of help. Or even if it's just lending, yeah. if they can't afford therapy, find a free resource or just yeah. lend an ear. You know something, anyway, all right. I guess that's it. Unless you have something to add, I got nothing. Shout out to Bonnie. ready for Bonna still isn't listening because I haven't heard from her in a while. Oh, yeah. I
0: actually <laughs> got to see Bonnie yesterday. We got matching bracelets.
1: That's lame, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just jealous because I don't go anywhere, yeah. I <laughs> see people. It's Hi, people. Somebody, somebody come move here and become my friend. Actually, that'd be really creepy, and then I wouldn't want to hang out with you, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, someone say, legit, um, if someone legit... I don't think you should have said that on here. Yeah, probably. Delete, delete.
1: <laughs> I take that back. Because if someone did move here and be like, I'm your new best friend, I'd be like, no, no.
0: You're like, you're gonna be your own case. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep. Anyway. Later. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye.